the name of Jesus. This is Core Continuing Order of Religious Education. We greet you in the name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. We want you to be excited. We want you to be enthusiastic. We, we just want you to be entrusting to God. The Lord has everything in control and we praise his name. We're in Philippians chapter two. And typically in Philippians two, we read, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And it deals with the kenosis passage, Jesus emptying out his rights so he could die in our place. We praise God for his death and his burial and his resurrection, which is the good news of the gospel. We thank God that we have a way to get to glory, amen, through the finished work of Jesus Christ. But, but in this same chapter, in verses 12 and 13, Paul talks about, and I want you to hear this, wherefore... My beloved, as ye have, listen to this, always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but also, he said, much more in my absence, work out your soul salvation with fear and trembling. And I want to deal with the workout of your will, the workout of your will. Uh, a lot of people today work out, they try to stay in shape so they can turn fat into muscle so they can, hey, you know, do their cardios and, and, and all the things they do in workouts to enhance their health. And in a similar sense, spiritually, God wants us, through the Apostle Paul, to enhance our health spiritually. And God makes a very peculiar statement through the Apostle Paul, God the Holy Spirit, he says, as you have obeyed me in my absence, much more in my presence, work out. Ek is out, E-K in the Greek. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. He doesn't leave it there. That's verse 12. Verse 13 says, for it is God who has worked in to you. Amen. It's God that did the work in you. And I want to I want to uh, 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 deal with that, who worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, now let's put these two verses together. God did a work in you. God's doing a work in you. God worketh in you. God is working, participle I-N-G, in you. God continues to work in you, but you've got to work it out. And, and the working out, is the strengthening device, the growing device, amen, the maturing device, work out what God has worked in. So what has God worked in? He's worked in his will, his word, his way, his worship. He's worked in, listen, your guidance and grace and your good. He's worked certain things into you through the power of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, where he places us in the body of Christ and places, amen, the Holy Spirit inside of us. He has done a magnificent work in us. So since God has worked the Holy Spirit in me, since God has endorsed me with the Holy Spirit, since the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, amen, since I'm under conviction of the Holy Spirit, since I'm under the comfort of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Since I'm, since I'm under all the counsel of the Holy Spirit, now I have a responsibility as an act of my will, just like if I was working out, lifting weights, 
running, amen, a mile or half a mile, walking and doing my cardios. I have a responsibility now to work out what God has worked in. Too many people want God to work something in and leave it dormant. Too many people want God to work something in and God does all the work. No, it doesn't work like that. God works in to us his will, his word, his way, and his worship, and we got to work it out. So how do we work out this will? First of all, work out your soul salvation. Work out. You're not working to be saved. You're working since you're saved. Since I'm saved, I have a work to do. I need to work out, amen, a fortitude of faith. I need to keep feeding my faith. I need to keep believing God from the word. I need to keep trusting God in, while I'm in trouble. I need to work out a faith because God has already worked in, Lord have mercy, a, a fortitude. I, I need to work that faith out. I need to trust God when I don't feel, when I don't see, when I don't hear. I need to trust God in the time of trouble. So I need to work out my soul salvation with faith and then a fighting focus. We, we've been dealing with this word focus. I need to keep my eyes on Jesus. Do not let your eyes fall prey to politics, to this world, to this pandemic. I need to keep my eyes on Jesus. Lord, you know what I'm going through. Lord, you know where I've come from. Lord, you know where I am. Lord, you know where I'm going. My focus is on you, Lord Jesus to open up doors and to help me to be tough-minded, to have focus uh, even with my fractures and failings. I need, I need that focus. And then, um, so you got to work out your faith, work out your focus, work out your finish. How is it that I want to finish this race, this agon, this agony? I want to finish strong. I want to finish in the will of God. I want to finish in the word of God. I want to finish worshiping God. I want to finish this race, this agony, this agon, where Jesus is glorified, my Lord. Work out your salvation and he tells you how to work it. Work it out with fear, reverence, and trembling. That the working out of what God has worked in is so important that we ought to do it in a worshipful manner. I fear God. I reverence God. I respect God. Ah, and I'm trembling because... God's will is something to tremble about. God's will is what God wants me to accomplish on earth. And I can't do it without him. Too weak, too wounded, too weary. So he says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And not only to work out our soul salvation, but to work out God's sufficiency. Lord have mercy. Um, to my struggles, that every time we enter a struggle, God has sufficiency in the neighborhood. There's a way of escape. God has already, 
he, he sends the deliverance before he sends the difficulty. I got to find the sufficiency of God for my life. So when struggles come, as Paul said, metaphorically, he opened the door and said, come on in struggles. Come on in pain. Come on in problems. For the spirit of God rests upon me. Isn't that deep? That's a mindset of sufficiency. God's grace, love we don't deserve, is sufficient for you. God has already worked out the issues. God has already supplied us with the strength needed to complete his will. We just have to trust him as he gives us this sufficiency. And God's sufficiency has nothing to do with what you think of yourself, your failures, your fractures, where, where you've come from, what, what, what you have available, God said, I am your sufficiency. Our sufficiency is in Jesus Christ and him crucified. And then we ought to work out our salvation and work out his sufficiency and work out his superior guidance. That like a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, God hoovered over the camp of Israel to give them guidance. When the cloud moves, you move with it. When the cloud stands still, you stand still. When it's nighttime and it's dark, you have a fire in the sky to illuminate the camp. I don't know about you, but I need God to be my light. I need God to be my life. I need God to be my strength and be my sufficiency and I need God to be my superior guidance. Lord, not my will, but me thine will be done. Lord, I don't want my own way. I want your way. I want you to lead God and direct me. I want you to order my steps. I want you to fill me with the knowledge of your holy will. Lord Jesus, I stand still and I wait on you. Help me to work out what you've already worked in. And it'll make me a better person. It'll make me a righteous person. It'll make me a right now person for Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a great evening. Jesus loves you, and I do too.